You're listening to the Rising Rain Podcast with Nathan and Sterling. Make sure to like, share, and subscribe. Welcome back, everybody, to Forecast Part 17. Um, that's wrong. No chance. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but welcome back, everybody. We're happy to see you, or I guess not see you. We're happy to be talking to you guys again after last Sunday's episode, which was an absolute hoot. (laughs) Had a great time there. Um, yeah. So we have a few things for you. We're gonna recap that episode in a bit. Um, but first of all, I want to talk about a story that happened. Um last week at work it was the worst thing not the worst thing but it was one of the most awkward things i've ever experienced (laughs) oh i like this i like awkward this is fun yeah so i uh i get to work you know and uh i'm like i i knew somebody else was coming in and i knew this person i've worked with this guy before um but you know when like you know somebody but not very well and you're like you think you know you know their name, but apparently you don't know their name. And so he comes strolling in and he's like, I'm like, hey, hey Rob, like what's going on? And this guy, this guy's like older, right? He's like probably almost 50. And I'm like, Rob, my guy. And he just goes, hey. I'm like, okay. <laughs> There's something going on with my face. Like what did I do wrong? Pick up the energy, Rob. Come on. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, come on, man. And uh, so, you know, life's going on and we're like um, just working together, talking. And he goes off to do his own thing. And I go look at the schedule because I wanted to see when I work next. And uh, I'm like, and I see the shift that I have now along with the person that I'm working with. And um, I was like, wait a second. Unless this is supposed to be somebody else, I got this dude's name completely wrong, and he just did not tell me. And so <laughs> I'm sitting there, like, trying to do the math in my head, right? <laughs> and uh, and the thing is, is his name was actually Paul, and <laughs> I called him Rob. And uh, I was, he came back, <laughs> he came back from doing whatever he was doing, and I was like. Um, your name's Paul. (laughs) (laughs) And he was like, yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I called you Rob. (laughs) And he, dude, he just like blew it. Like, I feel like I I hope I'm like that when I'm at that age. Because now if somebody was to call me, like, my name's Nathan. If somebody called me like Josh, I'd be like, dude, uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh, you know, but he was just like, what? ever like he did not give a care in the world and i'm just hoping at the age he was at when i'm at the age he's at i just don't care either but it was just a it was just funny because he was like i i was just so shocked that i called him the completely wrong name without even noticing i rate it so awkward good guy paul great guy paul shout out paul yeah, no, that's uh, that's interesting. And Rob. And I, I, I've, uh, I've, I have a little story about that too, because um, I don't think I've ever called. Well, I'm sure I have called someone 
the wrong name unintentionally, but uh, I did do it intentionally um, with one guy I knew in high school. I, I called him the wrong name on purpose for three years. And um, as you were telling that story, I was trying to remember why I called him the wrong name for three years. And uh, <laughs> um, I, could, I couldn't tell you. Uh, I, I know it was some sort of like inside joke. I know we had, I think we had PE together. Great. And this guy's name is Justin. He's a great guy. Um, I doubt he listens to the podcast, but if he is, what's up? Um, Shout but out, I Justin. called him, I called him Travis. It was Travis mm-hmm. or Trevor. It was one of those two. I called him Travis or Trevor for all three years of high school. And uh, like consistently, I don't remember ever calling him Justin, but I knew his name was Justin. Um, And I wish I had a funny story to tell along that with why I started calling him Travis, but (laughs) I couldn't tell you. I don't don't know. But uh, yeah, and it confused a lot of people. Like when we were, when we would like chat in the hallways or whatever, because we had a lot of classes together in high school. I would just, you know, like throw a Travis in, in the conversation and people would be very confused. Dude, like, this is like, how bored high schoolers shit. are. I probably thought I was so cool doing that too. Like, <laughs> yo, like yo, inside joke or so funny, bro. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but um, I don't know if you liked it. I don't know what was going on. He, he was a chill guy. I liked him. Dude, uh, <laughs> high school inside jokes are the weirdest things ever. Like, in yes. Centennial, me and my uh, buddies, there was this hallway in Centennial. We we used to call it. <laughs> this is so weird, right? <laughs> uh, we used to call it uh, dumplings and armpit hallway. <laughs> yeah. So the, here's the reason why: because the first time we were in that hallway in grade ten, um, one of my friends, <laughs> we were sitting in that hallway, um, and he's like. It smells like dumplings and armpits in this hallway. Explain me why. And we thought it was the funniest thing ever. So all the way through grade 12, even when we turned 18, we called it the dumpling and armpit hallway. And uh, this is what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand why high schoolers have this kind of uh, humor. Yeah, no, yeah, and you just think you're so funny. <laughs> Dude, we, like laughing till we're like tears are coming out of our eyes. Yeah, like, like it, it's funny. ridiculous. Hormones <laughs> do strange things or something. I don't know what's going on there. Um, mentioning dumplings in high school. I think this is a very defining question to get to know somebody. So I want you to answer honestly, okay? Dude, I am an open book. Hit me. Where did you eat lunch in high school? Where did I eat lunch in high school? Where was your go-to lunch location? Okay, so I didn't sit down ever. <laughs> nice. Literally, no, I never. I never sat down at a table. I, I ate standing up. And uh, that's because, like, I always... In uh, high school, I, like, messed up my knee and stuff, and... Uh, I took a break off soccer. So I was like, dude, time to get chubbed, right? And so like <laughs> pretty much every lunch, I went to CPU and got a f- fat slice of pizza. What CPU? Fat- is that just a calf? Cafeteria? What is that? <sighs> Sterling. <laughs> I'm not a centennial kid. Okay, Sterling. listen. Never had I don't C- know the it lingo. It doesn't matter if you're a centennial kid. You've never had CPU. Oh, uh, Canadian pizza... 
Unlimited. Okay. 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 Yeah. These... Sorry, I didn't say. I don't know these acronyms. White. I've never had it though. That's a that's poor. But carry on, carry on. <laughs> it, it's it it was it slapped. So I I would always get a. It's either that or a Chinese restaurant that was right beside CPU, and they give you this lunch box, and it's basically just like two pounds of rice, and then like three pounds of ginger, <laughs> uh, ginger beef, <laughs> nice. and uh, <laughs> yeah. Nice. So nothing ever like. I never had anything healthy for lunch in high school, and it reflected when I came out of high school, <laughs> basically. <laughs> but, uh, and so I, I literally never sat down. Like, I, we used to stand on this bridge, and it was really, like, if you think about it, it's really creepy. But, do you, like, do you ever, are you ever at the mall, like, pro, like before the pandemic, or I guess during the pandemic? Were you, do you ever go to the mall and, like, stand uh, on the top floor and look down? And watch everybody. Yeah, I, I mean, sometimes I guess, yeah, sure. I, that's what I did every day at lunch. Our friends used to call it the spot, and we'd all meet there and stand and look over the edge, and eat our pizza and watch everybody. And uh, yeah, nothing wrong with that. Kind of weird. Kind of strange. Kind of, like, kind of strange, I guess. I mean, people I mean, watching get, can can be interesting. You don't see anybody at Mount Royal standing on the top floor looking at everybody while eating a. Not that, thing. not that you see. They're always watching. Oh, I guess, I guess, but like, yeah, we would just stand on the top floor and make fun of everybody, and you know, nice casual high school things. What cool kids do? Yeah, with my four friends. <laughs> yeah, no, I was. Uh, I ate lunch in a consistent spot as well. We didn't have so wait, was was the pizza place in your school? Or no, was it no, like, no. It was like a two minute walk though. Okay. Cause we yeah. had a pizza place in our school. What? In Bob? We had Coco Brooks in our school, yeah. There's like is it is it still there? Yeah. I think so. What? I, mean, I haven't been in that school for a while, but yeah, and there's also a booster juice in the building and a good earth. Because we were like attached to the Y in the rinks and all that. So there's there's some decent options. Um, but, uh, me and two of my buddies ate lunch in the same place every, every, every day as well. Um, right beside the main staircase, there's these big concrete blocks and we would just post up on those. And then in grade 12, um, uh, there, there were some days where like grade tens would beat us to it, like a big group of grade tens. And we were so non-confrontational. We would just stand <laughs> and lean against the staircase and be super salty about it, but never claim our spot. <laughs> yeah, honestly, it's like, okay, but how long did it take you um, for everybody to realize that it's your guys' spot? Well, like the, those grade tens clearly didn't know. Um, but like everyone in our grade knew for sure, because like people would like stop by and say what's up and whatnot. Yeah, um, and it was a good spot. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. It was a great spot because you were right by the pizza place. Could you see everything? Right by the stair. Yeah, you could see the whole like gathering area. What is with that? Is what they called it. Because our spot, we could see literally the whole main hallway. And Centennial is like the main hallway is like basically the it's, school. It's big. Yeah. And what is with that? Why do you? Why do we need to see everything? Maybe we have like some sort of like instinct thing going on. Defense mechanism. Fight or flight, <laughs> something like that. An AK. <laughs> yeah, because we literally had our backs to the main staircase. Yeah, safety. We, we could see literally everything. That's weird. 
Uh, don't cancel us for school shooter jokes. That's that's not what we want. No, I mean, to be fair, we we're both in pretty good situations. If anything didn't go down. Oh yeah, I had I had the height advantage. <laughs> you were within down. fifty feet of the exit, man. You <laughs> yeah, bolted us straight too, out of there. Us too. We had a direct like uh, path to an exit. You just go to the staircase down, and then you're out the school. I would say our spots were very similar. Very smart. Thank you. How would you rate your lunch eating spot out of 10? Oh, 12. Easy. Yeah, I was thinking 11.4. Because here's the thing. We were separated from the big group from all the high schoolers sweating on each other and like spitting on each other and stuff like that. And like they're, eat- they're literally eating like like a like penguins. Like they're huddled yeah. up eating food. And we had yeah. so much space. I could stick my arms out. And I was happy, right? Yeah. I agree with that. We were also right by vending machines, which is pretty sick. Um, I don't know about your guys' vending machines in high school, but ours had, do you know, like the, the clear popcorn bags with like the black labeling, but you can see the popcorn through it. You know what I'm talking about? No. They were so good. I, I can't remember the brand name. I don't think I ever bought anything from the vending machine in high that's school. All, that's the only thing I ever got. Man, they were good. Shout out but that brand. at Mount Royal. I've gotten way too many things from the vending machine. Those, Those gummy worms. Gummy worms, dude. Dangerous, bro. The other day before training, <laughs> I literally I bought a bag of gummy worms, and this is against our challenge. Bro, yeah, no, I, I know, sugar. I know, but like, I, dude, I didn't eat anything. That's the thing. Like, you just I, bought them and stared. I at worked them? out. I worked. No, no, no. <laughs> no, I worked out. And I, and I was like, my stomach was completely empty and there was nothing else in that vending machine. And I was like, dude, if I don't eat, might pass out. Blood sugar's low, might die if I train yeah. right now. And uh, I had, I had some, I had some. Oh, goodness gracious. Disappointed. I know you are. I knew, I, like, as I was eating them, I wanted to cry. <laughs> you knew. I was crying and eating them at the same time. <laughs> Going back to high school, eating your pizza and crying. <laughs> yeah, eating your two pounds of fried rice with like, the gear <laughs> down your face. I'm like rocking back and forth, just wheezing. <laughs> did oh you have okay when you were a kid? How did your parents discipline you? Depends on what you did. No, I'm talking about um, you, not me. Don't talk about me right now. Yeah, no, no. Like I was talking about me and my siblings. It depends what we did. Okay, what was the um, worst thing you did when you were a kid, and what was the punishment? Well, if you did something real bad, like my, my parents were spankers. Oh yeah, um, I think that's. I, I didn't get spanked very much. My my little brother got. Whew, Probably man. still is. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> um, <laughs> but but um, they they did they did the go to your room. That was a classic. Um, they they never said like you were grounded. That wasn't a thing. Yeah, I don't I don't think I ever I got grounded for like a day. And then my mom well, what was did like, grounded mean for you? I feel like it means something different for every family. It was like nothing. Like you gotta just stay in your room kind of thing. Is that is that all it was? Like, yeah, because well, grounded. I mean like I didn't have any like technology or to- like I my my like the thing that I did was to go outside and hang out with my friends and they were that's what they would take away from me. But it would be like for a day. And then I'm like, am I still grounded? 
and I'll be like, nah. <laughs> you know? Yeah, we got sent to our room till we like apologized. And like I remember there were times like me and my brother, our bedrooms were upstairs. Um when we lived in BC and we would like sit on the stairs when we'd been in our room for a while. We'd be like, Mom, can I come down now? Like, Are you sorry? And if you said no, you'd have to go back to your room. Oh man. Why did you say no though? Have you did you ever say no? I doubt it. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> One time my dad, uh, I was like really scared of the dark. Cut put into the basement with the door closed and locked lights off Sheesh. couldn't find the light uh not for long but until yeah. until i was like stop banging on the door to let me out and i was just like okay this isn't actually that bad nobody's coming to get me kind of thing and then after that i was like i'm not like i'm not afraid of the dark like I, i'm the type of person that gets up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and does not turn a single light on and just oh yeah chills um but yeah childhood stories man great stuff well i got a million and ten of those but you want to get to the recap of the of the last episode yeah you (laughs) know me okay (laughs) um yeah no so so it was good um if you guys didn't listen for sure go back and listen um we had mr caleb reg i never know how to say regnier there you go something like that um who is a missionary with cco r-e-g-n-i-e-r r-e-g what n-i-e-r pronunciation I'm gonna tell you how to say it right now. I think it's Ren- Renier. I think you really Renier. If Ganache's Noki, then Noki. <laughs> yeah, we should not be talking about pronunciations here, man. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Um. Anyways, we had Caleb. Wait, wait, wait. Did you hear that? No, go again. Uh. Yeah. Okay. No. I'm that. No. Say that. Meaning. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. Can you hear it? Renier. Oh, that's not bad. Renier. They like start off with the, with the bottom of the Yeah, it's, 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 it's the weird French like, stuff. Oh, the French R is ridiculous. <laughs> ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, we had Caleb on. Yes. With both of us. Um, and he is a missionary with. CCO, which stands for Catholic Christian Outreach at MRU, our school. And um, we talked about a lot of stuff. Um, Caleb's just a really cool dude, honestly. Really good speaker. If you guys listen, I'm sure you felt that as well. He's a guy who really knows how to put his message out there very consistently and very well. Um, And I I, I think he put across a really good, consistent message. Um, Like even when we were giving him questions, where we were like, like, I don't know, we weren't like trying to change the subject, but we were like just trying to guide it a different way. Like his, his mission is just so consistent that yeah, like it, it was like he was 
repeating the same message, which is great, right? Because um, it's obvious that his life has been so changed by his faith and um, what he's done with his faith. Uh, so yeah, really cool. Um, I think I learned a lot about, like we, we talked a lot about how lifelong Christians can um, still struggle with faith, which I think is a really important topic to get through. Yeah, I get through um, because that's something that I can relate to for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, we, we, we basically talked about how CCO can help everyone essentially, right? Like as much as it is an advertisement for CCO to some extent, what we were doing, uh, it's, it's true. CCO is for everyone. I've met all sorts of people in only two semesters with CCO. Um, and yeah, I, I can't recommend it enough. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, th- I thought I thought it was really good. Caleb's just a really great guy. Yeah, I was uh, honestly like, uh, like I didn't know him. I, well, I mean, I guess I don't. I still don't know him very well. But like, and like right off the bat, just like his tone and the words he used. Like, if you guys listen, he he when he talked about uh, like Catholic schools, he said that Catholic schools gives uh, students like a prescription for faith. And when, when he said that, I was just like hooked. I was like, dude, this guy's a good, like, he knows what he's talking about and he's a good speaker. But <laughs> there's one thing I want to really get at. Um, and, and for me, like, I, I understand that there's people that don't necessarily, uh, you know, have a faith. They don't aren't, and aren't like looking for one. You know, and they, they maybe they don't want to go with Christianity and things like that. Um, and maybe that episode, you know, just wasn't it for some of you guys, which is okay. It's fine, you know, but I think there is important things that you can take away from this episode, right? Um, for me, I think for Caleb, listening to him, and the way he speaks about what he's doing in his life. And like you said, the consistency in his message. And not only that, but his humbleness as he's speaking as well. I think that is something that a lot of us can really take out um, from that episode, right? Just the amount of humbleness it takes to like speaking, like, for example, like if, there, there's few people that like say we're talking to a millionaire right there is there's quite a bit of people that would probably be like i did this all by myself i came from the bottom to the top you know like rappers are a big example of that like they mm-hmm. did that all by themselves which we know necessarily they didn't you know they have a whole team of people that helped them right and he made that so clear that it wasn't him that you know got him that like it wasn't him only him that got that helped him get to the place he's at now in a place of leadership and like a a, a, like a vocation right yeah and like it's canada wide like it's a big organization right so being part of that is like it's impressive Mm -hmm. right but he never once said like i started from here and got to here because i did this this and this he was like he just, he just spoke about the purpose of what he's doing, you know? And I think 
he's so connected to the purpose of CCO and faith and, and, you know, believing in Jesus that that reflects in everything he says without him even noticing. And it reflects in just like the way he speaks. Right. And like you, you can apply that to your relationships. You can apply that to your schooling. You can apply that to pretty much everything. Right. Like if you are so connected to your purpose, everything else just comes so easily. Right. And I think that's like for our non-Christian followers and listeners for, you know, anybody that maybe didn't take interest in that. Um, I think that is a big takeaway for them. But yeah, as a Christian, <clears throat> for me, I think it was very inspiring. Right. I love, I love, as a Christian, I love hearing other people's like stories um, about, you know, how they like came to Jesus and stuff. And even though he didn't have a very dramatic testimony and didn't have like a very, like didn't have like one moment where his life completely flipped around, you know, I think that speaks a lot of words because then you can understand how real his face, his face actually is. Right. Because when, when you grow up and a lot of people are in that situation, when you're growing up in a family that's of faith um, and they just give it to you, they're like, you need this, like, take this. Right. And you're like, yeah, okay. Like, don't get mad at me. Um, obviously you're going to like go out like any, every single kid is going to rebel or turn their back away at any point in time. Like it's just bound to happen. Right. And that's part of life. It's supposed to happen. But when he's come back to this part and he's speaking the way he's, he, he spoke, like it, you can just feel how real it is. Right. You can feel his emotions behind that. And, uh, you know, like just every, like every word he said, I believed, and it was just like an inspiring episode you know um and it makes me want to like create more relationships whether it's faith-based or not it just pushed me to like get out in the world right especially that part when he talked about um like it what 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 was it called when he was in the main hall of mount royal and he's like speaking to people oh yeah like club week and all that yeah and he said people like aren't that bad you know, yeah. like you just talk to people, right? And that that like helped me get out of my head a little bit, right? Because it's hard to go up to people and be like, "What's up?" You know, like it, it's mm-hmm. difficult for me. And I think, yeah, I think there's tons of points, but to generalize the whole episode, I think those would be like the main things for me. Yeah, and yeah, just sort of building on the point, like even if you weren't religious, there was something in there for you. Like I, when something's presented to you that you don't necessarily agree and it's, it's, we've talked about this in the past. Um, I know we talked about it around the black lives matter podcasts and stuff like that. Um, but when you're presented with something that doesn't necessarily agree, um, with your inherent morals or, or what you believe is your ideology at the time, there's still things you can take from that message, right? Like we're not trying to offend anyone here. Like that's for sure. Like we're trying to put out um, uplifting messages. That's the whole point of the podcast. But um, at the end of the day, we're, we're trying to help people, right? And as many people as we can, or if, even if it's just one person gets something from the podcast, we've done our job. Yeah. Um, so like, like honestly, try and find something from that podcast, even if you're not religious, because there's, there's messages in there 
um, that if you're feeling unfulfilled in any way, or if you're feeling um, like you've hit a wall or, or you're feeling like you're not getting as much out of your university experience or out of your life as, as you can, and you just want to be enriched a little more, that podcast is for you, <clears throat> whether you believe in Jesus or not. Right. Um, and I, I asked a question towards the end of the podcast and it was like, I, I commented about how driven and almost like single-minded Caleb is. Uh, and you can tell that like his life mission is really structured and it guides everything he does. I think there's, I, I asked a question about it and um, he basically just said like, yeah, yeah, it's God guiding everything I do. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think there's a message to take for all of us in that. Right. Um, as, as young adults, we should, or as anybody in general, your life mission should be something that you can just state at any point in time. Like you should be waking up every morning and know what your life mission is. Yeah. Because if, if you don't have a mission, if you're just acting for the sake of acting, you're just going through the motions. Like I feel like so many university age people are, then you're, you're not going to get fulfillment. You're not, you're not going to enrich people around you and you're not going to be enriched as much as you can. Like, right. You're not feeding energy into your environment and you're not getting energy back because you're just being passive and you're just coasting through life. Um, so I, I think that's a big thing that people can get from that, even if you're not religious, but um, as for me, like that's what I'm trying to, that's what I want my life mission to be. Right. I want to be so single-minded in my faith and it guides everything I do. And I'm, I'm working on that path right now. So yeah, no, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I said, this kind of goes along with what you were saying. Um, I also said, and we started talking about on the podcast, how like university students and people of our age and any age, really, like we just, we can't afford to say no to opportunities. You know, I'm like, and I said in the podcast as well, like, I'm not talking about like hard drugs and things like that. Like mm-hmm. you can say no to that, but like speaking of opportunities, like if somebody was come come to ask, like came to ask you, like, you know, do you want to come to like a CCO session? I just think the point anybody is at in life, what's the point of saying no? Yeah. You know, like there's never, knowledge is never going to hurt you. First of all, like it's never, ever going to hurt you. And plus, like, especially people at our age, saying no to experiences like that you know is like it's just kind of like kind of pushing away opportunities to to grow Mm -hmm. right and i'm not like guilt tripping like i'm not saying if somebody from cco came up to you like you have to say yes but i'm saying like why not kind of thing yeah yeah like i i think what we're trying to get at is just just be open-minded be open-minded when you're listening to this podcast, be open-minded when you're going about life. Cause you never know um, what's going to click, you know, yeah. what's going to be a complete life changer. And Hey, like, honestly, I I'm, I want to have people on this podcast who are like Muslim, who are Buddhist. Like I, I, I honestly think that would be so cool to have somebody on the podcast who is of a different religion mm-hmm. just to kind of like learn and pick each other's brains and, not to not to like sway each other but to be like yeah you know what's this about like what you know what is it that you believe because i personally don't feel like i understand religions other religions very well 
right yeah. so and like honestly if you guys if you guys have a different religion other than faith like let's say like anything let us know you know and we'd love to we'd love to have that conversation because um it's it's it, like christian's faith christian's perspective is not the only one that's important mm-hmm. you know like obviously we have our beliefs we know what we believe and we're strong in our faith but it's not the only one that's important because there's 7 billion people in this world. Yeah. And yeah, like <laughs> it's, it's sort of like a deal, right. That we're saying right now, like if you guys will be open-minded listeners, we're going to be an open-minded um, content producers, right. Oh. We're trying to, we're trying to be a diverse community. We're not trying to um, just be a, an army of the same people, you know, we're trying to <laughs> yeah. be diverse. Yeah. We're not creating a cult here. Don't no. worry definitely unless i mean unless that's what you guys want unless you guys are down (laughs) you know we can we can create a cult here rising Cult. that's a pretty cool name we can do rituals every week we already got the logo you know we can (laughs) pump out some more formal merch we can brand that on people's backs when you join the cult (laughs) oh boy (laughs) wowie uh god good job Shall we nope. move on, sir? Um, yes. I'm going to shout out the next episode coming up, not this Sunday, but the Sunday following. We are going to be speaking about uh, with my girlfriend, which is super exciting. I'm like, I, I've been waiting to get her on this podcast. You know, um, we're going to be talking about uh, just a man's responsibility when it comes to a woman's safety uh, and a woman feeling comfortable, all women feeling comfortable. Um, And I feel like this conversation has come way too late. Uh, I think, I think it shouldn't have waited for, uh, I I just think, you know, it needs, it should have been addressed quicker. It should have been addressed 10 years ago. You know, um, but we're going to be talking about the importance of a man's respect, a man's um, responsibility in this situation, right? And I think most of our listeners are probably very educated in this topic, um, and there's a lot of women listening. So, uh, yeah, we're going to be speaking about that, and uh, I hope you guys tune in and listen to that so it's not again it's not this sunday it's going to be the following sunday um and it's just it's going to be a great episode and i'm excited so we're Mm. looking forward to that it's gonna be a good one to for you guys to interact with for sure oh yeah yeah yeah. and we already sent we already sent out a sticker um Mm -hmm. and we have responses for the forecast following that one um so there's going to be lots of good conversation um, and I'm sure that's not going to be the last time we speak about it because it's an ongoing, uh, problem. And, yeah. uh, I'm telling you right now, like, uh, me and Sterling are guys, um, and I'm not like boasting or saying, you know, or anything like that, but me and Sterling are guys that would stand up for this, um, kind of thing, you know, and, uh, we know when enough is enough, um, and when change needs to happen. And that's part of why we're doing this podcast, right? Um, so we're all for change and we're going to try our best and we're going to have conversations and we're going to 
do everything we can um, not to just spread awareness because that is not enough, but to make change. Yeah. Use our platform to impact change. Yeah. Yeah. So. Brilliant. Excellent. Let us move on to the random questions because this is my favorite. Yes, sir. Who knows? You already know what's up. Randomquestionmaker.com. Who knows? We answer some random made questions. Give me something easy today. Vamos. Do we like easy? I don't know. I like a challenge. If there's Bigfoot involved, let's get let's do it. No, it's giving me duplicate skin. I gotta refresh. Oh my goodness. Is that tab still open from last time? Most oh yeah. It it doesn't close. Sterling does not. I know we I know we've talked about this, but this this new Google Chrome arrangement where you can group tabs, it's dangerous, man. I have not even attempted to group tabs. It's too nice. All right, yeah, but then you don't close them. Okay, why is it just repeating the same two questions, bro? What's going on here? Okay, I gotta. I think I gotta actually close this tab. Give me one sec. Yeah, you probably should. Questionmaker.com. Drag it over into that group. Bang, bang. Okay, <laughs> I might have to refresh this one because it's just. <laughs> get... oh, yeah. it. If you get rid the world of one disease, what would it be? COVID nineteen. We're gonna count that. <laughs> no. Well, would you say COVID? Okay, hold on, hold on a sec. Would you say COVID? No, because cancer would be way worse. Yeah. Yeah, cancer then. Yeah, cancer. Gotta be cancer. We'll get it's, through it's, COVID. It seemed obvious. It seemed very cancer. obvious because it's like impacting right now. It's like the most mm-hmm. common thing. It's all over the news, but but it's a virus. It, it's uh like we can combat it. But right now there's nothing we can do about cancer, really. Except for shoot people up with radiation, which is just yeah, it's so sad. Brutal. So brutal. Cancer. Cancer. I'm with you. Question number two. That was easy. See, there's your easy question. You happy? Yeah. Ah, I like this. What's your favorite day of the week? Oh, so here's the thing. This Friday thing drives me nuts because people will get up Monday morning already looking for Friday. Mm-hmm. And that's so that's socially constructed obviously but why why is it that we get up monday morning dreading that day yeah looking for friday don't live for friday right yeah don't just live for friday live every day that's mm-hmm. what i'm trying to say but for me <laughs> for me my favorite day I don't know, man. I think I think COVID is. Let's make it make 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 it favorite weekday. Favorite weekday. More interesting, because I think it would be really easy for me to just say yeah Sunday, because like Sunday is my rest day and I get to go to church and spend time with the fam, you know. Yeah, Sundays you don't do anything, or I don't do anything either. But what's your favorite weekday? Now we're talking. Now this is the deep conversation we're looking for. Weekday. Honestly, not gonna lie to you. Recently monday 
I know that's not going to be a common answer, and I'm not just saying it to be different. I'm saying it because, like, over the weekend, I literally, I barely do anything. And Monday, like, I get up and I go to the gym and I train and I have meetings. And I, you know, like, Monday is just full of interaction mm -hmm. and full of doing things. And it's like, I'm like, I'm refreshed. I've had well, like, I'm well rested. And I like, I'm always just, I'm honestly in a good mood on Mondays, but that's like a recent trend. Mm -hmm. Like when I was no, working, I, like I, a, I agree with that too. I agree with that. When I was working like an eight, like eight hour shift, Monday was definitely not my favorite because like, mm -hmm. you know, I was working like full-time eight hour shifts and Friday night. So I, I do understand why people like look, wake up Monday and like already looking to Friday. I do understand it to a certain extent, but at the same time, I looked back and I was like, each day I was learning something new and each day was a different day, you know, and I, it was never the same every day. So mm -hmm. at the same time, like I do, and I don't understand it, but uh, Monday recently has definitely been my favorite. Yeah, no, I agree with all the logic about Monday there, but uh, due to school circumstances, I usually have a lot of stuff due on Monday and uh like it's usually a very busy day for me. Yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna say Wednesday. I like Wednesdays. Right now, Wednesdays are good. Forecast comes out Wednesdays. Yeah. Uh, evening training session. Can't complain. Um, it's my sleeping day, so I can catch up a bit on sleep because I have to wake up early on Tuesdays. Um, yeah. One no. No, I'll say Wednesday. You have to wake up early one day a week. No, multiple days a week, but Wednesday is the one day I don't have to wake up early because my first class is at one o'clock. Oh, so man, sleeping then. Yeah, you can wake up around you know, stuff done. Dude, I can't sleep in anymore. No, it's impossible. If you catch me sleeping past 9 30, I'm dead. <laughs> Get the defibrillator, whatever it's called. Yeah, defibrillator. defibrillator. <laughs> Sterling Next question. Fired. He can't even say the defibrillator. Ah, you have no idea, man. <laughs> a little bit. Oh, we've done a few questions like this. Skip. It's a money oh, question. God, I don't everyone. like money questions. I hate money questions. Makes me jealous. This is better. This is much better. Where did your family go on vacations in the summer? No, you. I went first last time. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah, no, I like this. Uh, when I lived in BC, when I was a young child, a young lad, whippersnipper. Don't um, say that. Oh my God, that was the whitest thing you've ever said. We had good family <laughs> friends who lived in Kamloops, BC. Kamloops. Um, it was my godmother and my godfather, and they had kids around the ages of me and my siblings. Um, and we had a great time. We went down to Kamloops in the summer. It was burning hot. Played outside nonstop for favorite a couple memory, weeks. Favorite memory of that? In Kamloops? Oh, yeah. Ooh. Man. Um, I remember once they had like a, they had a ton of bikes, like a huge bike stash. Um, and we took, all of us took bikes that were way too small for us. And we went biking out um, by the Kamloops airport, which is very small. 
and there's like this big dirt field and it's all just uneven, like hardened dirt because Kamloops is literally like a desert, right? <laughs> so we literally went out and we were just hitting jumps in these tiny little like Walmart bikes. It was a great time. It was like in the evening. Yeah, that was fun. It was good stuff. Good memories from those trips. A lot of fun. Were they, so what were that? If, if their parents were your grand uh godparents. Grand, godparents would that legally make those kids like your cousins i never know what to call them i call them my cousins i guess you should mm-hmm. yeah like, like I, I, I call my family i call my godmother like auntie so yeah but you but they're just friends with your parents yeah um my godmother is really good friends with my mom they like they had their first job together i think okay out of university yeah man, that's really cool mm-hmm. from ah oh, man we don't ever have like a consistent family trip in the summers if you didn't have a consistent one say what was your favorite one then my favorite summer vacation oh man we haven't been in vaca- on vacation for a while. I'm trying to think of the best one. This is tough. Because like every time we went on vacation, it was like to go on like a soccer tournament for me. Yeah. And we would just like drive down there. Um, for me, I would have to say, uh, Los Angeles. Sounds pretty sweet. Uh, we drove down, it was for a soccer tournament, but we drove down to like San Diego. Being um, there, nice city. San Diego, so nice. Good uh, and we had like a great time and, uh, we kayaking in the ocean that was terrifying um and we had but like i think my favorite memory from that trip is we went to see there it was like a preseason match um it was a real madrid against la galaxy Mm. so i saw like ronaldo i saw like sergio ramos marcelo di maria he was still on the team um just big big time players in person and uh I think that's got to be one of my favorite memories. Um, and that's I was just sweet. with my whole soccer team. I was with my family and um, definitely memories I will cherish for a while. Played like garbage in that tournament. We played this team. I'm pretty sure every they were, every single player was Spanish because they were speaking Spanish on the field. And so we had no idea what they were saying and they just banked us. It was like, <laughs> It was like 15 minutes in and it was 3 0. And I was like, no, I, I was like, oh, my, I pulled my hamstring. Uh, <laughs> and I just sat down and relaxed for the rest of the game because I was like, dude, I was not dealing with that. It was mental. They were so good. But uh, yeah, nice. that's got to be my favorite one. That's solid. I also <laughs> went to a place in the States, a big. Uh, a big amusement park. I can't remember the name. Went on the drop of doom. Got off and cried. Um, Relatable. Went to Disneyland. Have you ever been to Disneyland? Not land, but I've been to the world a bunch. Oh, uh, rich boy. 
I remember I went to Disneyland and I was so excited. Uh, I was really little, but this is the only thing I remember from Disney <laughs> Disneyland. I was like running, I was running through to like a water fountain, and uh, I tripped over a crack and just ate it. <laughs> Mac my face on I the. Think ground. You've talked about this on the podcast. Yeah, I definitely have. Nice. We all love a good cracking head open story. Yeah, and I just got up and moved on with my life because I was in Disneyland. Magical place. Heels. That's what it does. Yes. Class. There's the three questions. Yes, sir. That's it. I think we've made that episode very long. Yeah, we're over 45 again. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We say, yeah, we're going to aim for 30 and then... uh, yeah, go shambles. But no, also, you have a good shout, time. Shout out to Dan Harrison. It's his birthday today. Happy birthday. Yeah, happy birthday, big Danny boy. I know he listens, so happy birthday. Uh he talks to me like he, he is in a relationship with me, and it's very awkward. It's a happy birthday, <laughs> big man. He goes, Thanks, love. Appreciate you. So, I actually texted him the exact same thing. <laughs> happy really? birthday, big man. Because <laughs> he's a big man. Yep. He's a big man. Did he did he say thanks, love? He said thanks, boss. Uh, you get the boss. Wow, I get thanks, love. That just shows <laughs> the difference between you and me, really. Yeah, I guess I'm just a teddy bear. Pansy. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> All right. Oh boy. All right, Familia. It is bedtime. Um and uh We'll see you next forecast because we're not going to have an episode this Sunday. So we'll see you next Wednesday. Enjoy this episode. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, and hit us up on Instagram. You know, yep. DM us, interact. Let us know what you thought of the last episode. If you want to hear from you, make sure yeah. to like, share, and subscribe. Sir. Or else I'll find out where you live. <laughs> All right. See you guys. People who aren't Christian, um, again, like we're not saying you're doing anything wrong. You know, you are living life and you're being you. And that is the most important thing. We're saying that this will fill such Jesus will fill such a hole in your life and you will like, you can't explain it. You can't understand it. You can't, it's, it's, it makes you speechless basically. Right. But all we're saying is that, you know, there's always going to be a piece of life that you're looking for, that you're reaching for, that you can't grab and that you don't know what it is. Right. And, and this case is Jesus. I don't know why I went off of that tangent, but sometimes it just happens. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I'm about it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, yeah, I guess we're ra- in, in wrapping up. Um, I think one of the most powerful things about you, Caleb, is that you're so directed. Like it, it seems like, you know what you're on about all the time, yes. you know, like you're, you're very confident in your calling and you're very, um, you're very driven and it's like you're, you're not deviating much from that path at all. I think something that a lot of people our age are looking for is um, direction, like a constant direction. Um, 
I'm sure it took some seeking on your part in, in order to find that direction and uh, some patience and some whatnot. But what are some, some tips you would give to people in university about finding a direction in life? Like what advice would you give to someone who's saying that they're feeling a little lost, a little uh, undirected in their life? Yeah. I feel like I'm like a one trick pony. Like I just believe, you know, it's, it's through God. Like I am a one trick <laughs> pony. Like, you know, I, I think it's more than just what makes you happy. Mm-hmm, I think yeah. there's actually more than that. Cause actually what makes you happy now might, might not make you ultimately happy yeah. or maybe makes you happy um, in the moment, but it's not actually good for you. And, and so I think, you know, a lot of, a lot, you'll get a lot of advice, like just do what makes you happy and your life will be good. But I think there's, there's more. Cause sometimes you have to, um, I, just, I think it's more than that. And being a one trick pony, I actually believe that, you know, Jesus says in the Bible, he says like, I'm the way, the truth and the life. Right. And actually if he has like a way for us, Right. He has, a, he has a, a, a direction. And I actually believe that if we ask him, he wants to give us that. And so uh, that's all I can say. Like, I, again, I feel like a one trick pony, but really I believe that, that, that God knows all things and he has a plan for your life. Mm-hmm. And he actually wants to show you that plan. It's not a mystery that you have to decode the hieroglyphic to understand God's plan. But actually when we go to him and as we get to know him, he actually does have a plan and a plan quote in scripture here, but plan for welfare and not for harm to give you a future with hope. And that's Jeremiah 20 and 11. Um, and really that is the direction worth living, not just what makes you happy, um, but actually what's going to make, give your life hope and, and purpose. That's what I'll say to that. Yeah. And I, I think we, we talked about it briefly um, where it's like, diving into a spiritual life doesn't mean sacrificing everything else doesn't yeah. mean sacrificing joy right um yeah. i think just just taking that step out of your comfort zone and finding um finding that extra purpose in your life finding something a little bit deeper than where you're at right now i, I think it's such a, a key thing and it's something that we're so scared of as as humans and especially as young adults um you want to seem like you're on the right track but you're scared to take that step yeah so I think a big recommendation out of all this is take that step. Like, what the heck? What are you, what are you going to lose? Right. Take that step. Do, do that thing that's always been in the back of your head. Right. Mm-hmm. Take that, take that, uh, take life by the horns a little bit, you know, make, make your own purpose. That's funny. Cause I was just talking to my girlfriend about this. Um, and uh, I was saying to her that university students in our generation have learned to say no way too well mm. like we know we're like we're pros at saying no yeah basically you know yeah. but at this age we can't afford to say no huh. you know because regardless you're you're gonna get to a situation where like depending on who you are as a person but you're gonna be married you're gonna have a kid you're gonna have responsibilities you're gonna have a job right and so you're gonna have to say no sometimes but right now we have the freedom to just say yes 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 mm. right and i'm not saying you know <clears throat> if somebody offers you like heroin you go oh yeah <laughs> let's try it <laughs> no, but do i'm it, saying guys <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i'm saying like when you have situations in front of you where like you don't know about it and it, it's a positive experience why would we say no yeah. right so it's uh i like that point sterling <clears throat> and just something else i want to say 
Uh, something I really admire about your you, Caleb, and your answers is that is the humbleness in the way you speak. Um, it's very easy for somebody to be like, when when asked a question like, oh, you know, what does CCO do? Like, what do you do in CCO, and how do you impact individuals? It's so easy to be like, oh, I do this, I do this, I do this, right? But uh, you're so humble by saying, you know, it's actually God. Right. And and that is how you guys can tell the difference between somebody who's actually devoted their life to God and working for him um, than somebody who's just doing it for whatever reason, mm. you know, like that, that humbleness is, is a gift. And uh, I just really admire that. And I just wanted to say I appreciate um, what you're doing. MRU, I think it's um I think it's very brave and courageous because it's not something that's easy, um, especially in this generation. I'm not saying that people are going to come out and argue with you, but it's not easy being turned down, <laughs> you know, at the age we're at. So, yeah, um, yeah just want to encourage you um, that, you know, you're doing an amazing job and uh, I'm just encouraged and admire uh, you as an individual and I'm, I'm very thankful that you were able to come on and uh, talk to us thanks bro mm-hmm. I, I think it's cool you guys are doing this I know you guys like talk about a lot of different topics so I'm glad you're open to this topic as well and yeah I'm really glad you got even just getting to know you Nathan this call and even Sterling this whole year man like um, I, I really enjoyed it so thank you and if anyone's listening and you just like even something tiny in you is like, Hey, maybe, yeah, maybe God could be something for me. Yeah. Just like DM me or DM them and they can, um, you know, get you my, or get you my contact information. And I'd yeah. love to just even chat. Definitely. Yeah. I'm sure we'll link uh, the CCO MRU Perfect. page on our Instagram and, and yours as well. Awesome. Um, but yeah, like I can't stress this enough, guys. Like CCO was such an important step that I took in my life. And it seems like something so small. Um, just saying, yeah, I'm down to join a study for one semester. But um, even over these past two semesters, it, it's been such such a refreshing change in my life. And it's really um really directed in a way, which is which is really cool. Um, so yeah, like like what Caleb said there, if if you're at all interested, I could not recommend enough. Um, I'm sure Nathan has a lot of the same to say after his first semester. Yeah. Um, you can meet some great people. You can learn some, some fascinating stuff. You learn a lot about yourself and a lot about Jesus. Sweet. Well, thank you everybody for listening. Uh, we hope you have a great week, uh, and we'll see you on the forecast. See you later. See ya.